today you're here to help us with this whole this this gaping thing that's standing in front of all of us the summer uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think everybody's feeling like me, feeling a little bit of panic about, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't have this puppy nailed down yet. I don't know everything that we're doing. And we want it to be fun. We don't want it to be all driving to therapy and doing this and all drudgery. But you have sort of the solution to that for us, right? Yes, I'm going to try because I'm like you. I have the two kids with autism and I am dreading the summer. I dread it every year. So I decided, you know what, why don't we just try to make some sort of a, a blog, you know, post about it so that a lot of people, I think a lot of people feel the same way that we do. So yeah, hopefully these tips help everybody. And so the title of this article is Summer Fun, Shh, Don't Tell Them, It's <laughs> Actually Therapy. And this is going to be available on Kara's blog as soon as we're done so that you're going to be able to get all the tips. We're just going to go through a few here today. So make sure that you go to www.pocketot.com and you can click on the blog tab to read the entire thing. I'm telling you, these tips are amazing. I, I remember a couple of years ago when we first started doing the toy festival, Kara, um, during the holiday season, somebody had done a blog and they said, here are the top five toys for childhood. And one was dirt and one was string and another was sticks. And you thought, oh my gosh, how far have we gotten away from those good times when we were making mud pies? And I read this and I went, oh my gosh, these are things that I did before we had the internet and I had forgotten how much fun they are. Um, and I never thought about the fact that they're actually therapy. So let's, right. let's start with a couple of these. What's, what's on your hit parade list? Okay, well, we, of course, you know me, I'm going to start with routine, okay? okay? So I know that school is wonderful because it gives a routine, but the summer is blank, and I feel like, ah, everyone panics. So what we need to do is try to maintain as much of a routine as we can. That means looking at the calendar now, because here we are at the precipice of summer, you're going to pull out your calendar and look at the summer and plan things now. So the other thing is daily routines. Um, even though, you know, your student may, you may go to work, your child needs something to do. So let's post a routine of what needs to happen every day. And I'm encouraging you as a parent to put chores on the list that include heavy work. So those would be pushing, pulling, carrying, lifting. We want kids to be vacuuming. We want them to be loading laundry. We want them to have a schedule of responsibility because that's really good for them. Um, and check off boxes are important because you want them to say, you know what, I finished this today, check it off. And so they have the feeling of success and that they, you see that they've done it and they can be proud of their accomplishments. So I like a one-to-one -one reinforcer on that. Absolutely. And I have to say, you know, I said, oh, there's so many fun things on this list. And you started with routine and chores and people are probably <laughs> thinking, well, that doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. But I got to be honest that we really have been um, making Jem do chores. And, and the truth of the matter is, is that he enjoys the pride of feeling like he did something that helped. And I think that, that he's not alone in that, that when we give our kids the opportunity to do something and for them to say, I did it, it adds to their self-esteem, which we're always wanting to work on. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can't go wrong with that. And then the rewards. So I guess we could choose the, the next couple activities as rewards maybe. Okay. But, you know, we think about summer and we think about summer camps and we think, you know, there's this formal summer camps that a lot of us go to, but then why can't we make a camp in our own home? So there's all so many ideas on Pinterest. So look at Pinterest, look at my Pinterest board, the pocket occupational therapist, if you want, I've got these, but you know, spread a tent, even a little tent, you can get them on Ikea or even some discount stores in your own living room um, and, pre, and that facilitates pretend play right mm -hmm. so pretend that there's a fire in there and you have flashlights which brings me to my nether my next point is flashlights I think it's really cool when it starts to get dark to play with the dark so shut the either shut the lights off in the room and if your child doesn't do that put a little nightlight on but encourage them to get a flashlight and maybe tape stuff around the room on the walls and they can, you can say, let's do a scavenger hunt and try to find as many things in the living room as we lay in our um, bean bag or in our sleeping bag in our tent. Or, you know, let's look around the walls or pin things, you know, that they can find with that flashlight. And then you can also play with those very cheap light sticks and glow necklaces. You can cut them and dump the glowy stuff out. And you can actually use that to paint with. You can paint with the glowy stuff in the daytime and watch it as the, you know, as the lights get darker, it starts, your artwork starts to glow and that's always fun. That's, so that's very cool. I didn't know you could paint with that stuff. You could, you can do, you can add it to paints. I've seen it added, um, water added to it in a jar and you know the luminescence of it um, is really cool but yeah you can actually mix it with paints you can mix it with um, seeing people do it in chalk and finger paints and yeah it's really a, a, a neat substance of course you have to watch you know child, kids don't ingest it but yes um, for, for kids you know, who are like past else. the point of not putting stuff in mouth I love the whole idea of going on Pinterest okay so I, I don't know how many we're at because we said we were going to do five but so uh, what else for this one and then we'll take a break Okay, so taping a line on the floor. Wow, that sounds so boring, but it's really not. Pretend it's a balance beam. So take a nice long line and tape it on the floor and then put some hula hoops on the floor, okay? Uh -huh. So you're gonna maybe hop in the hula hoop and then walk on the line, pointing your toes inward. I'm doing this with my fingers. You know, your toes would go inward and practice walking like a pigeon and then a duck along the line, hop over it. And each kid can then, oh, if you did a pool noodle and you cut it in half, that's like a little balance beam, which is super cheap too. So, you know, there's so many ways to make obstacle courses that are very affordable and they could be outside in the yard when it's beautiful out or bring them inside in the basement or the hallway when it you know if it's a bad weather day or evening or if your child doesn't like sunlight like a lot of us our kids don't like the bright light you know you can set up an obstacle course relatively cheaply and easily in your home wonderful